Direct from Newstalk ZB's team at Parliament, the Beehive Buzz. Beehive Buzz. News Talk Chief Political Reporter Aaron Darman is live in Suva, where the Prime Minister is meeting with leaders from across the Pacific to discuss issues facing the region. It's already been a turbulent time with the Marshall Islands, Cook Islands and Kiribati and Nauru refusing to attend. Good morning, Aaron. You're too jealous, but I'm standing just a couple of metres away from the ocean. There's some sun, there's a pool, there's some people here with cocktails. <laughs> I am extremely de- jealous, but I'm I'm sitting under West. Uh, I was going to say Westpac Sky Stadium, and there's a big All Black Test match about to happen. So I'm no, I'm no, okay. Not too bad. Yeah, I'm feeling all right. Okay, what's the latest? What's happening? Talk me through what you think's on the agenda, and what's going to be of the headline meeting today. Well, this Pacific Islands Forum has been leading up to today. It's the traditional leaders' retreat. Basically, it's where they go behind closed doors and they thrash out those gnarly issues. We're talking climate change. We're talking the geopolitics in the region, China's influence, the U.S. also wading back in. So it's a big deal. But what actually comes out of it? Well, we'll have to wait and see. I think it's highly unlikely specific sort of those hard decisions will be made at this forum. Instead, expect blue sky thinking. So there's the Blue Pacific 2050 strategy, which is being launched later this afternoon. That's looking at those key focuses, climate change, the crisis that these, that these islands have around that, also China's growing influence in the Pacific, and indeed a raft of other uh, important areas where the region can decide how do we respond in those situations. For example, a proposed security uh, agreement that China puts on the table for the Solomon Islands. How do we then react if that comes to a head? So it will be very, very interesting to see what actually comes out of this. Uh, Secretary General of the Pacific Islands Forum, Henry Puna, he's the only person that isn't a leader uh, uh, in terms of a, a leader of a country here in the Pacific that will be allowed in the room. Then all those prime ministers and presidents are in room. One, one official allowed to sit outside and that's as, as, as broad as it gets. So this is really just an opportunity for the leaders to sit face-to-face for the first time since 2019 in Tuvalu and nut some things out. And you can expect it to be, as Jacinda Ardern has described it, free and frank, and quote, we talk to each other like family. So make of that what you will. Aaron, I've been watching this for many, 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 many years. To me, the atmosphere feels this year completely different to everyone I've seen. There's no fun. There's no excitement. It's kind of like business. It's a business meeting. Am I right or am I wrong? Well, I think you're right and wrong, uh, dare I say. That's right. There's definitely a business element, element to it because, I mean, there are so many issues that has built up over the last couple of years and the fact that the COVID pandemic has stopped this forum from meeting face-to-face in three years. Uh, the Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern, she's talked about, well, we've got three years of stuff to catch up on. And there is absolutely something to be said for these issues festering away, growing and growing, and suddenly you've got them right in front of you and you need to confront them and you need to confront them, confront them now. Now, on the flip side, there is an optimistic sense that there will be some shift particularly on climate change. At the last Pacific Islands Forum, Australia particularly really pushed back on moving in certain elements of the effort against climate change, also some of the other countries. But there's far more consensus about that now. And I think when you look at some of these islands, I mean, here in Fiji, you're at the forefront of the climate crisis. And, and so I spoke to a farmer a couple of days ago who said, well, there was a cyclone a couple of months ago and it wiped out villages. That is what they're facing here. And so I think 
that that will get much more uh, support and indeed action when they come out later today. What do you think New Zealand as a country, us, has got most to gain out of this? Well, what New Zealand has to gain really is that we finally are seen as a significant partner again in the Pacific. There are some islands that absolutely see New Zealand as a major, major uh, partner. But of course, with China's growing influence in the Pacific, that has started to come under criticism and under fire. And the same goes for Australia. Australia and New Zealand have just been a little bit asleep at the wheel, as has America. And America really significantly uh, jumping back in yesterday with that announcement. Look, two new embassies in Kiribati and Tonga, tripling fishing-related assistance, an invoice to the Pacific Islands Forum. So, so this is all about America, the Pacific Islands, uh, New Zealand. Well, America jumping in. They're not meant to be here uh, because they're only an observer nation. But Australia and New Zealand and all those parties coming together and trying to decide, OK, how do we respond as a region when someone like China uh, comes on board? And uh, it'll, be, it'll be very fascinating, Nick, to see how long this meeting goes. Because in the past, well, it's gone to 10.30 at night when it was meant to finish at four in the afternoon. Aaron, always amazing. Have a, a cocktail on me and a, enjoy the sun. Don't get too burnt. Uh, there's Aaron Darman coming to us live from Suva in Fiji.